0: Any of the responsible parties like roger stone alex jones and maybe even your old friend donald trump we'll, we'll try remedy that in, in the next hour as we take a look at the case against roger stone and what he was doing during that period of time that's coming up in about uh, 20 minutes or so but let's get to the big stories of the day. And we'll start off with story number four. This is a story you're uh, intimately familiar with. It's a story about a woman who has sued Donald Trump, first for rape, and then, secondarily, for defamation. Yeah. Tell us a little bit more about E. Jean Carroll and why the Justice Department has made this strange move.
1: Eugene Carroll, first of all, is a hero. She's an incredibly strong woman. I believe her 100%. Anybody who knows Donald Trump and is familiar with her case and knows that he was guilty. Now, I read her piece in, in New York Magazine when it came out, and I'm like, that's Donald Trump. It's not just the description of what he did to her. He raped her in a dressing room at Bergdorf and Goodman. But before then, they were walking around the lobby and he was like they had met at cocktail parties she was a famous woman now to give you an insight into trump's personality she knew him he knew her she was famous and he felt like he could get away with sexual assault on this person Mm -hmm. in 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 the busiest store in manhattan in one of the busiest department stores in the world that shows you his character and when she talked about the her experience she recounted it they were picking out scarves he was like hey let me pick out help me pick out a scarf for my secretary or whatever and she'd say oh how about this one and he'd be like no not that one that's stupid and if trump that's his personality he's always like a contrarian his oppositional defiance disorder so even the clues before leading up to the assault were like yep That's completely Trump. So he assaulted her. She told her friends about it. She saved some of the DNA. That's why she's suing him to get her DNA. When this story broke two summers ago, two years ago this June, this month actually, Trump denied it. He was asked about it. He was president of the United States. He was asked about it on the White House lawn, and he disparaged her. He was like, no, I didn't do it. And look at her. She's not my type anyway, which is a pretty awkward defense, right? Like a pretty disgusting defense. Not, no, I would never rape somebody. I'm not Mm -hmm. that kind of human being. It was like, nah, she's not my type. (laughs) But so he clearly did it in my opinion. So. Robbie Kaplan is her lawyer, a brilliant lawyer, and they, they launched a defamation case against him because he disparaged her and said she was lying without consenting to their case, without submitting his DNA and proving that she was lying, which he could do in a court of law. He just decided to disparage her in the media. Oh, and he's a powerful person. He's the president of the United States at the time. That, so he did that the-
0: it was on, in the press Room at the White House, right? Is that correct? Was he, was he, a, is he it at the podium? I thought it was on the lawn. Oh, it could be In on the my lawn. My memory—he he probably lawn. did
1: it several times, right? I'm but I'm sure right he, at he, the he, White
0: House while doing his, exactly.
1: his day, day jobs, yeah. in his official official capacity right so that's where this case that was dismissed or basically where the doj said they would continue to defend trump they're basically not doing it on behalf of trump they're doing it on behalf of the government in the fear that they'd be setting a precedent if they allowed the case to go forward without their protections and it would basically it boils down to federal employees can't be sued for libel in the course of doing their jobs, right? Just federal so,
0: employees? Or is it uh, just the president? Government. Okay.
1: I think it was the government employees. I th- okay. I'm not a legal expert, yeah. obviously, but I think that's the legal precedent they're trying to protect is right. that we have to protect government employee employees from lawsuits in the course of carrying out their official duties, you Even know, if they're lying.
0: But, it makes no sense. If they're lying, why are we protecting them? They're breaking the rules anyhow. Exactly. Right. So, I, and, this uh, is, you know, firstly, I think this is clearly happening. Mean, there's no. He's not yeah. even really disputing it. He's just pretending he's disputing it. It's like this typical denial that he does. Everything becomes a deflection and, a, and an insult to somebody else. But it's not. We know what he's like, and we know what he's been like with other women. There's maybe uh, more than a dozen. I think maybe even much more than a dozen women who've come forward with claims of assault against this man during his lifetime not while he was president but at least before he was president we all remember the the famous axis hollywood take we certainly know this is his thinking this is his character he was clearly responsible for this kind of behavior and yet here's the doj with mary garland now as the attorney general basically defending him Oh, and, and this is going to hurt her case. This is going to hurt E.G. Carroll's case because she is not going to be able to go ahead with his defamation, defending her defamation suit. Absolutely, is, is that a, So you know, she's ab- so she's suing him, or he's suing her. He's suing, he's suing her, right?
1: No, she, she was suing him for no, defamation, Robbie for defamation okay. and they basically the doj threw out their suit yesterday so it's basically That's
0: what, dead on arrival because they're sitting exactly. there and saying wow exactly. so it's, it's shocking you know, as you were talking there about how it happened i was reminded of this uh, satire clip i guess you can call it satire when donald trump and rudy giuliani did when he was mayor when rudy was mayor where i think he was picking up uh, rog- uh one of them was in drag i think Ru- uh, rudy yeah. was in drag and uh, trump was picking out a perfume i think at a department store, yeah. and they basically, you know, he was pretending like he was hitting up on, on, on Giuliani, which sort of feels to me like maybe they were making fun of, of his MO. I mean, it might have been, happened before or after the E. Carroll event, but it certainly feels, this is something that, that. Trump did. It
1: It is something he did. Yeah. That is completely his MO. I'm glad you said that, Zeb, because that's what you really need to think about. Now, Bergdorf and Goodman is three blocks from his office, if that, his, right. now, from his building. It's 57th and, and 5th Avenue. 56th and 5th is where Trump Tower is. Bergdorf is just up the street, 59th, yeah. 60th is street office. It's gorgeous, right? Yeah. But think about a famous man walking from his you know building – Right, or, or in a car or something. And the other thing is, he definitely had security with him that day because Trump doesn't go anywhere alone. So there was a Keith Schiller or somebody like that standing either outside of that dressing room where he did this, or meeting him downstairs and walking him home after the assault because Trump doesn't go anywhere without security yeah. since the '80s. So that's the the other part of this story is there was a lot of guys who knew what Trump was up to that protected him, but. That was his stomping grounds. That's what he did. I have friends that he groomed when they were ice skating as girls on his rink oh, that later ended up with him and Epstein in his house. And they're not as strong as E. Jean Carroll today. They live broken lives. You know, I know women that he's assaulted. That have never recovered, and it's two hundred cases. Ed. There's two hundred credible 200 instances. There's six cases. There's two hundred okay. accusations. Right. Of people. There's two hundred stories of sexual assault, and those are just the women that have come forward. I know stories that nobody's ever heard of. Now, the first time I heard about him raping somebody was from a TV director, and it happened way before The Apprentice. So none of this stuff was a secret. He did it at the U.S. Open in his booth, and I used to work the U.S. Open. I was in the booth right next to him. Like the guy. Oh, Any place publicly was part of his thing. He assaulted a woman on an airplane, sitting next to him in a seat in first class. The guy is a sexual predator. Everybody knows it, but for one reason or another, he's always protected and always gotten away with it up into this latest case where now the DOJ and Merrick Garland is like, yep, we're going to side with Trump. I
0: mean, he's still protecting him. It seems like they're still protecting him. I know there are reasons for doing this. I know they're trying to protect federal employees from being prosecuted and you know, maybe they need those protections, but the optics are too terrible to imagine. In this particular case, it's just maybe they should have just stomached the precedent setting and and, and fought it later on. You know, to, this president has so, done so many criminal things. Both on his way to the white house and in the white house and for the first major opportunity for the the doj to do something to actually show their stripes if you were they're not doing it they're basically backing him so even if there might be good legal reasoning for all of this it strikes me as being uh just a bad decision just a bad call for optically and maybe they need to think about the optics it also Makes me uh, think that this is uh, becoming a reality. The sort of Merrick Garland buyer's remorse, which is story number three on our show tonight. Oh, boy. He is, where is Sally Yates, is yes. the question that's on my mind. I'm with you. Can we still call her in? Because this isn't working out. Oh, it's, Sorry, Merrick, but we're not seeing eye to eye here. We were right. expecting something completely different. And we're getting you know, stonewalling. We're getting Bill Barr defenses. We're getting stealing phone records from journalists. We're getting this defense of Donald Trump in a rape case. We, can, we take, can we return you and get Sally Yates? Because I don't like what we're seeing i know and mitch mcconnell's part. man i should have confirmed
1: i should have let this guy go to the supreme court he <laughs> like this Well, mitch was like well, what was i thinking this guy's the greatest and I, mean, I think a lot of people and there was a few people who called this uh, ely yeah. mistel i always say his name wrong was talking about this yes, yes. and you no know, he's an establishment guy he's part of the same system that is always protected men like Donald Trump and, and institutional things. Bill Barr was the same guy. Remember when Bill Barr? Mm. Everybody was well, like, oh, Bill Barr is going to be a reasoning factor on Trump. No, he's right. an institutionalist. No, he's not. He's the guy who helped cover up El Mazote and the Iran-Contra affair. Some, yeah, and then good. some, right? Yeah. Just a few. And Merrick Garland is helping defend Barr, like you said, in Barr's legacy and making sure we don't see his memo, which was clearly obstruction of justice on behalf of the most corrupt president in the history of the United States. It should honestly scare people. And Biden is probably... Yeah. And Biden's probably thinking about it.
0: You know, he kn- well, here's what the thing is. Knows- really stunned when... Go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No,
1: I'm just going to say this. Biden's probably getting a sense that this is not going to be good for his legacy. We're and he swore up and down three. he was going to have
0: an independent DOJ. And now he's stuck with this guy. You know, the first time I got a little bit of a warning sign around Merrick Garland was when Louis Free, the former FBI director under Giuliani, worked with Giuliani at least. I don't know who he was under presidentially, but Free endorsed Mary Garland in an official letter, and free is not uh, a clean dude if, in my opinion. You know he comes from the school of FBI directors that is he 's certainly not objective in their justice and so when I saw that, I was like, oh God, Mary Garland is getting supported by free that 's not a that 's not a good look you know, we 've let him hang around there for a couple of months now, and it 's not looking like he 's He's returning the Justice Department to the kind of Justice department that we were expecting. He might be returning it to a Justice department of the 1950s or '60s, but it's not, you know, not the kind of Justice department we maybe saw under, Donald, under Barack Obama.
1: Absolutely. And he hasn't given a, a press conference either. Not he hasn't one. given a press conference well, on January he 6th. Yeah, he, I did do one. I, I stand corrected. That. I think he did but a, he
0: hasn't address at least. He gave it like a speech once, I think, on his first day or something like that. But I don't think he's done oh. a full press conference. I don't think he's taken questions about the big legal issues in front of him.
1: My point exactly. Yeah. He hasn't given us a press briefing on January 6th. Our yeah. democracy was attacked. You're in charge of the investigation. Tell us what's going on. Congress won't let us investigate, Senate won't let us investigate, you're the Attorney General. We read about in the paper that the FBI arrests 400 guys that worked at Pep Boys up in New York and West Virginia. Tell us who's behind this thing. Tell us what the Justice Department is doing to make sure it doesn't happen. And the guy's missing in action. He's obviously working because he's making these decisions, but he's not, like you said, he's not an Obama-era friendly, let's get out there and be transparent. He's representing the old guard of it's none of your damn business. Right. Doing,
0: I know? mean, with him and Chris Ray at the FBI, it's getting really troubling for me because we don't know what's going on in, in on January the 6th. And we don't know what's going on with the coronavirus investigation. And still, you know, we don't have the Mueller unredacted uh, volume. I mean, it's just to me, it's the same thing continuing. It seems like an endless cover up. Yes, Rudy Giuliani is being investigated, but is he ever going to get indicted? No, probably not. Right. I mean, none of these things are actually it's just it's the same thing over and over again. And they can keep punting this down the line a little bit, but it's going to start getting people really upset because there is a now a, you know, a credible criminal that was the president of the United States for four years that did enormous damage to this country, stole a lot of money along with the other things the rape and all these other things that he's done and yet here we are not doing anything about it really we're going to take all these uh, january the sixth uh, insurrectionists and throw them behind bars for a, a while make examples of them and say hey those are the guys responsible and those aren't entirely the guys responsible they might have been the people that broke into the capitol but the people whose orders they were following was donald trump And the people whose orders they were following were Roger Stone and Alex Jones and Michael Flynn. Those are the people who should be under investigation. And as far as I know, none of them are being investigated right now.
1: Absolutely. And we're the Senate's not allowing us to look at the factors that led to this thing. What were the right. influencing thing? As, as again, we're going to get into here in a little bit, but that is important stuff. Like you said, yeah, they're arresting the, the foot soldiers. That st- we don't. Yeah, fine. <laughs> but that's not, those guys didn't cause the thing. They didn't do it on their own. No, right. they did exactly. it with guidance and with planning and with larger societal influences like Fox News and QAnon and OAN and all these things that were fueled by Trumpism and whoever is behind Trump. And that's what they're continuing to shield us from. And that's the truth we need, because if we don't figure it out now, we got one shot. You know, We got yeah. now until the midterms, and then it's all over, and obviously, I think the public feels like things just turned in, in kind of a, a worse direction you know, this week with the infrastructure bill falling yeah. apart this afternoon and stuff. Yeah, I and
0: mean, it's time. I've said this for a while on the show. It's just time to, to move past the Republicans. They're not going to change. There is no indication of changing. They're not going to change. They're just eating time. And we don't have time, as you point out. You know, the, there is a precious amount of room between now and next November, and we need to get a lot done. Uh, and this doesn't look like they're going to move us in the right direction. I did want to say so much more about this, but let's move on because we've got so much else to do. Yeah. I think happening tonight. Uh, dinner with the Queen. It's, uh, it's Joe Biden's dinner at, at Buckingham wow. Palace. I think it's Buckingham Palace. And with the Queen. This is a pretty highly anticipated dinner. Just a reminder that the Queen remains a head of state, a very important head of state. And oh. what he has been doing in the GE7 meeting that they are been having and, and now this dinner with the queen and what he'll be carrying on doing as he heads into uh, russia is also into the russia summit in geneva is to reaffirm democracies around the world and i think that this is you know people might not be paying as much attention to how important this tour of, of europe is but this really is going to be a test of how important America still is on the world stage, and how much of a full throated defense, all these leaders of these countries want to put out there. So it'll be interesting to get the signals after tonight's dinner about how the Queen was with all of that. She's certainly very smart and certainly knows her way around politics. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what she has to say.
1: Fascinating. It'll be fascinating. And yeah. it's a fascinating just think of the amount of people like the, the amount of the, how many American presidents has she been in this position? with, going right. back to Kennedy,
0: do you watch the crown?
1: Yeah, and that's what I was thinking of. That's why I said that. <laughs> oh. You know, I'm thinking of these scenes when she met, when like she's all nervous about meeting Jackie oh, and John Kennedy. Like, yeah, I crazy. didn't see that.
0: That's great. I was watching yeah. uh, some of it last night, and she had just met Margaret Thatcher. I'm almost I'm not in the right order here, but she just met Margaret Thatcher in that meeting, and she could, rem- she had. I think picked all the, uh, this cabinet secretaries correctly that Margaret Thatcher yeah. was going to choose. And I was like, That's any, that is an impressive feat and does tell you a lot about how switched on she is about the politics that, is, that are happening in, in her country. Uh, I, like you, I'm going to be fascinated by finding out what they say around that. And basically, I just love to be a fly on the wall in that conversation. Yeah, it would be really interesting. Uh, let's move on, because coming up next, we're going to go into the case against uh, Roger Stone. Now that summer is almost here and COVID is almost gone, this may be a good time to get some things off your to-do list, like maybe getting life insurance. You know, my mom is really good with finances and she's always telling me, what about life insurance? It's so important. And I can tell you that Policy Genius is a great place to get life insurance because you can compare quotes from over a dozen top insurers all in one place. Why compare? Well, you can save as much as 50% or more of life insurance by comparing those quotes, and you could save $1,300 or more per year on life insurance by using Policy Genius to compare those policies for you. The licensed experts at Policy Genius work for you, not the insurance companies, so you can trust them to help you navigate every step of the shopping and buying process. That kind of service has earned Policy Genius a five star rating across thousands of reviews on Trustpilot and Google. This is how it works. Getting started is really easy. First, you head to policygenius.com and in minutes, you can work out how much life insurance coverage you need and compare personalized quotes to find your best price. When you're ready to apply, the Policy Genius team will handle all the paperwork and scheduling for you. Policy Genius never sells your information to other companies. And that means you don't have to worry about your privacy and they don't add extra fees policy genius head to policygenius.com to get started right now policy genius when it comes to insurance it's nice to get it right narrative is funded by viewers like you support our independent journalism at patreon.com forward slash narrative